Monday of game week, it's just different. It hits different. It feels different. It's uh, something that has been in my blood my whole life. So when you listen to Red Dirt music, it's like that last Rebel sound to me. It is a combination of uh, Southern rock and jazz and uh, bluegrass. And, and for Skip Bayless to come out and say, I don't feel bad for him and kind of belittle him and say, how dare you? How dare you as the leader of America's team show weakness? Honestly, I want to say what I want to say. This is the Sam Mays Podcast. Welcome. I'm Sam Mays. And today we're talking to former Oklahoma Sooner head coach and national championship winner, Barry Switzer. Coach, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Sam. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it as it is. uh, Welcome, sir. It's Bedlam week, and I know that uh, you love this game as as much as I do, and I'm sure you might even love it more as you spent a whole lot of time preparing for these Bedlam matchups. And when you think Bedlam, Coach, what's the first thing that comes to your to your mind? Well, I guess the state championship. You know, I've always uh, I've recognized that, that when I was coaching, the most important games probably to our alumni, it, it wasn't uh, the Nebraska game or winning the Big Eight Conference championship. Our is probably beating Texas, but we have. There's not many graduates of University of Texas move north of the red sands to make a living, but we got a lot going south of the red to make a living to graduate Oklahoma. So we've got a lot of alumni down in Texas that that game is very important to because they live down there, they socialize there, they. Uh, so uh, it's uh, a big game, but to us here in this state, you know, this is a, obviously a bragging right. Uh, I don't know how much it's affected recruiting in the past. I was fortunate enough. Uh, I don't think I don't really believe I I didn't lose it OSU did I I, I can't remember I just like my correct I don't think I did and and uh, but um, I did our first year here and I remember coming from Arkansas in '66 with Jim McKenzie we lost at Stillwater and uh, uh, but uh, that was the only loss I think we inherited we uh, we had while, while I was here but but it it's uh, it's a big game. That was when Phil Cutchins was coaching. That goes way back. Probably a name you don't even know, Sam. But but that was a, one of the Bryant guys. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, it's an important game. I look forward to it. OSU. I I, I, I probably don't have watched less football this year than any year. And you probably might have to. You know, it's just been such an unusual year. But I've uh, seen enough of OSU to know that they're a better defensive team and playing better defense than I've seen them play in a while. Their schemes, they're aggressive, they run well. Uh, they've done some really good things, and uh, it really has given them a chance. Uh, you know, we've always thought of OSU as maybe more offensively leaning than a defensively, really, but uh, they play well both sides of the ball. You know, Chuba, I don't know how you pronounce I just call him Chuba. Is that close enough? Yeah, that's it. Well? Chuba Hubbard, yep. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, Chuba is a, a special back. I think he's a uh, you know, backs don't go as high as they used to, you know, in the draft, but I think he's a, a very special player and he'll go high as they back go. And, uh, because of the great speed and quickness that he has, he has the home run ability that, that they really look for. You know, you, you had that, what, in Ty, uh, Tyrell Hill or whatever. Tyreek Hill, what yeah. Sep- yeah. What separated him from everybody else was that great, tremendous speed that he had that he separated them from everybody else because he was running off and leaving them. They were always chasing him. And, and uh, 
this guy has that ability too to do that as a running back. And uh, so I, I, I really think that they got some weapons, uh, uh, playing good on defense. Uh, and I all along thought it's going to come down to us uh, playing OSU to be able to get back in the championship. And I was so glad that they won this past weekend, Sam, against Kansas State. Now, Kansas State has beaten us the last two years. People got uh, a little upset about it. I said, well, hell, they've been two years in a row, and the quarterback's not bad. And, and I think for what you found out, Kansas State's a pretty damn good football team. You know, right. you statistically, statistically, oh, we're very good against them, you know. And you were fortunate to win, pick up a damn fumble and run it back to win the ball game. And I'm glad you did because it gives us the best road to maybe have to be in the championship game, as I understand what I hear from people talk about. But, you know, it's a, it's a big week for us in the state. We're all excited about it. I'm sure every state has their rival or other school. There's very few schools. You know, there's very, a lot of states out there that have the same situation. But this is big in this state, and, and it's two great schools. I've uh, always had a lot of admiration and respect for OSU and uh, love the campus, love the people that have been there. Pat Jones was a great friend of mine, and uh, we coached against each other. And, at uh, old Arkansas boys, I am, and we got a lot of roots to go back together. And, and uh, he he did a great job, I thought. And and uh, so anyway, uh, I got some special ties there. I got a lot of friends that are good OSU fans. Co- Coach, I've got to ask you real quick before we get into the Sooners. What are your thoughts on Coach Kleiman? As I'd sit and and watch him coach and analyze. Uh, the performances over the last couple of years, to me, he's probably one of the better in-game coaches you're going to find in the country, right? The halftime adjustments, the things that he does uh, at the line of scrimmage all within four quarters is is pretty important and impressive uh, and really probably the reason he's had so much success against Lincoln Riley the last two years. Well, you know, uh, he is a good coach. He's done well and building on that reputation. I, I, I've always thought that coaches today are so much better prepared than they were years ago. I I, you know, I coached in the Neanderthal era and uh, played in, in, in the Neanderthal era. Uh, we did some of the dumbest damn things as coaches and uh, and as players had to do them. And, you know, head on tackling, duck walk, what the hell has that got to do with football? And, you know, we, we when I, I when I played, hell, we practiced 40 spring practices. We didn't, we NCAA didn't restrict us. We went out there as many times as our damn coach put us out there. We uh, we just didn't do uh, – we weren't very smart. You know, we really weren't. And uh, things, a lot of things, I look back on what we did. And coaches today and players today are better products than they were, obviously, in my era. Uh, coaches are better than when I was. Uh, they were better versed. They're better prepared. Uh, they study the game better. They have more – they have better tutoring. Uh, you know, it's just that everybody's more advanced today. And, uh, and the game has changed. I've always said, Sam, that the – College game has given more to football than, than pro football ever thought about giving to the game. And, Absolutely, you know, we'll call, call, pro college football has influenced uh, pro football more, more, damn sure more than what pro football has influenced the college game. And and uh, there, we we see it every day in, in pro football that what the college game has done and how they play the game today. It's made pro football more exciting. It's made more fun to watch uh, because of the influence it's had on it and the coaching. It's had on, and uh, all these guys today, most of them, they're coaching pro football. Have all been coaching college at one time. They're all college coaches, and so the game uh, is better today than it ever been. You see the products of it, you know, as you say. The OSU coach, defensive coach, has done a great job, and he's a product of it too. And 
that's why he does a good job. It's just that they're better prepared and know the game better. And uh, you just kind of can line them up a little better. Coach, as far as Lincoln Riley and the Sooners are concerned, I would have told you uh, three weeks ago Bedlam was going to maybe be a, a challenge for them. Uh, but in the last three weeks, we've seen Lincoln Riley do what Lincoln Riley does. They've improved uh, tremendously from week to week to week. You're looking at a team that all of a sudden the offensive line looks like it's gelling. The defensive front looks as good as it's been in probably, what, 15 years uh, in Norman. And you've got a, uh, you know, a, a quarterback now in Spencer Rattler that is the real deal. And a kid that would not surprise me one bit to see him be the next Heisman Trophy, at least candidate or winning quarterback there in Norman. I'm sure he will be before it's all over with, but uh, you're right. Oklahoma's, uh, we've recruited good players and they've been able to recruit good nationally. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I, I think that Oklahoma's uh, strength is uh, our coaching and Lincoln Riley does a great job, uh, uh, especially with quarterbacks. Uh, our receivers are pretty damn good. Uh, we got great speed. Y'all have to. You got the guy. You got Wallace. Is that his name? Yes, Tylen Wallace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good player. I thought he was a year ago. I, I thought maybe he'd come out then. But anyway, we uh, we both uh, we both got good offensive weapons. Uh, I tell you, the guy that make a tremendous uh, difference for us is that damn Stevenson. That big ass back is really oh, big yeah. and strong and fast, and he can. <laughs> He can make people move. He's powerful. All you get is headgear and shoulder pads when you try to tackle him. And he, he runs through people. And, and he makes you miss. And uh, he outruns you. He is a tremendous back. And here again, like Chuba, you know, back back in my era, you know, back one number one picks, the Billy Sims and those guys like that, uh, those guys were first-round picks. I don't know. If today they don't pick them. You know, they just quarterbacks and receivers and, I mean, I always do pass rushers, but, uh, you know, it's, um, uh, uh, but this guy's a difference maker and he's making him being back. has made a, really a difference in our offensive football team. Oklahoma's got some pretty good backs. They rotate a bunch of good, talented kids in there, but, uh, this guy's, uh, knocked above all, all. As far as the game is concerned, uh, Lincoln Riley, Mike Gundy, Bedlam, you know, it's, it is what it is. You're going to get better performances out of both those teams. Who do you like in the game? And give me a score. Well, I, don't, I never predict the game or score. I, I don't even know what the line. I think Oklahoma probably being playing at home definitely will be favored. Uh, it'll be a close game. It'll be how the game is played. You don't, you, don't, you don't play good, you get your ass beat. And that's as simple as that. <laughs> you got you got to play good. You, it, it, just because you're favored, you know, and, and as you make mistakes as the game goes along, the clock runs down, the game gets tighter, then it becomes even more important, and the games get closer. So it's uh, Oklahoma have to play good, and if they don't make mistakes, I think Oklahoma win. But uh, if make a few mistakes, interceptions, if Rattler doesn't play as well, it throws an interception, uh, it makes some poor decisions, and doesn't run with the ball when he probably should have, and uh, and tries to force it, uh, we might have some problems. Then again, he might hit every damn one of them and would be in great shape. But it's going to be a good it, it's going to be a good game because it's got good players and good coaches, and uh, it'll be exciting. And uh, except for the damn stands, I hate going to the games. I sit up in the East Side Press box. I got a box over there, and I and I sit there and look out at that stand, and see that damn thing empty, you know, quarter full, and just depressing to watch a game like that. And and uh, and you're going to obviously it's going to be on television. People get to see it that way, but 
it's just not football as I know it and as you know it, Sam plays it, and it's just not the same. And then, and hopefully we'll we'll get back to being able to play it right. Hope the hell I'm around to see some of it. Okay. Coach, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. You bet, Sam. I always enjoy hearing you. You do a great job. Thank you, sir. You have a good day. You do, thanks, sir. Bye. The Sam Mays Podcast is a production of P-Squared Media.